So hello my friends, Devon Lennox here, Photography PX. In today's video, we'll cover the main highlight features and do an overview of Panasonic's BGH-1. Do know you can find timestamps and links in the description down below, as well as the pinned comment. And also know this is not a sponsored video. Let's get started. Released in the fall of 2020, Panasonic's BGH-1 moves their Lumix range into fresh new territory. Technically, it sits between the GH5S and the higher-end S5, and it's a camera that shares many commonalities between both of these releases. Over the years, we've seen a spike in box-style cameras, and with this release, Lumix gets into the act. The BGH-1 is a compact, modular, box-style cinema camera aimed at all videographers. Anything from gimbal or drone work to broadcasting, live streaming, and full-blown cinema productions. And it's a purpose-built camera, but one that's seemingly versatile enough to suit virtually any workflow. And it comes to market to compete in this unique segment against the Blackmagic Micro Studio and the Zcam E2C. It obtains a similar 10.2 megapixel micro four-thirds size sensor from the GH5S, but unlike the GH5S, this is not a stills configuration. Instead, it uses a 4K optimized sensor that uses a full-time electronic shutter rather than a mechanical one. As such, it doesn't provide many still shooting capabilities. Instead, it only captures fine or standard JPEG images pull from the Lumix Tether software, which you can use on the desktop. But this makes sense since this is a video camera, not a hybrid. Thankfully, it blends many of the video capabilities debuted on the GH5S. With that, it shoots cinema 4K video up to 60 frames per second at 420 10-bit or 422 10-bit at 30 frames per second. And you can use either long got compression with a data rate of 200 megabits per second or jump to 400 megabits with all eye compression. Granted, you only get all eye at 30 frames per second for both Cinema 4K and 4K UHD. Additionally, though, it shoots 1080p full HD video up to 60 frames per second internally, or 240 frames using the variable frame rate option at 200 megabits with 10 bit 422 and all eye compression. And all resolutions shoot to either the MOV or MP4 formats. Another area of note is that Panasonic has improved the sensor's readouts, virtually eliminating rolling shutter on this camera, and like many of their cameras, this one too offers unlimited recording. Outside of that, the camera has the variable frame rate option that records anamorphic, cinema 4K, or 4K video from 2 to 60 frames per second, and full HD from 2 to 240 frames per second. It also obtains anamorphic recording from the GH5S and the S1H, letting the camera record with a 4x3 aspect ratio. Plus, it obtains Panasonic's full suite of photo style modes from flat, cine-like D2, V2, like 709, Vlog L, and HLG. It also has live cropping, loop recording, segmented file recording, zebras, frame markers, color bars and test tones, custom 3D LUT support, which you can import from the SD card, HLG and Vlog L view assist, and it can output a 10-bit 422 Cinema 4K or 4K UHD 60 frames per second signal via the HDMI port or a 1080p signal via its 3G SDI port. It can also output both simultaneously so that you can monitor and record, and a recent firmware update brings raw video support to compatible external recorders. 
Like the GH5S, it features dual native ISOs using the Venus engine, and thus its low light performance too is excellent. But Panasonic has modified the starting values to ISO 160 and 800 for the standard profile, or 400 and 2000 for Vlog L, nearly a two-stop reduction compared to the GH5S. And this refinement represents a subtle but noteworthy improvement. Otherwise, the camera maintains a similar native ISO range of ISO 160 to 51,200, further expandable to a low of ISO 80 and a high of 204,800. And users can expect usable videos up to ISO 6400 or 12,800 with minor processing. For focus, it marks one of the few box style cameras with autofocusing support. And surprisingly, it obtains Panasonic's most advanced autofocusing system debuted on the S5. With that, it uses a 225 area contrast detect AF system with DFD technology and support to negative six EV. And like the S5, it also offers face, eye, body, and even animal detection, which accounts for the subject type, size, color, and their motion. But the smaller micro four thirds size sensor here has dramatically enhanced its performance. This is mostly due to the smaller sensor size compared to full frame and its overall faster readout speeds. Plus, Panasonic has also refined the detection algorithms, further improving their speed, consistency, and accuracy as well. So together, this camera focuses faster and more consistently across the board than the S5. And the S5 was a camera that we noted heavily for improving on its autofocusing performance. As such, the BGH-1 becomes Panasonic's best focusing micro four thirds camera. The camera also obtains AFC custom settings, both AF speed and AF sensitivity. So you can tailor the tracking speed and sensitivity for better results. And it also obtains several manual focusing aids, such as focus peaking, MF guide, focus resume, and focus magnification. It includes a power adapter that connects to mains power for continuous operation, and you can purchase an external VBR series battery if needed. However, the battery life varies based on the size used, but the largest one, the BHR118, offers 560 minutes of 4K 60p or 640 minutes of Full HD 60p video, or 300 minutes for the smallest size. As such, battery life is outstanding and likely to last a full day shoot with ease. Physically, the BGH-1 is ultra compact, but also as boxy as you would imagine. And with this release, Panasonic's place enormous emphasis on making this camera as compact and lightweight as possible. Measuring less than four inches and weighing only 545 grams or 1.2 pounds body alone, it weighs less than the GH5S. So in this regard, they've succeeded, but the control layout and physical interface of this camera are quite minimalistic. It only offers the bare necessities. These include a controlled dial, the shutter release button, the Q button, delete, playback, and several function buttons. Otherwise, it's completely barren. Even so, it has 11 quarter 20 threads around its body, providing unrivaled flexibility in rigging or adding accessories. Yet its small compact size makes it easy to deploy on a gimbal, crash cam, or on compatible drones. Even so, the device remains tough. It uses both aluminum and magnesium for its housing, adding both durability and protection. And given its modular design, you'll have the utmost freedom to rig it 
as needed for the production. So you can either keep it lightweight with a handle, lens, and monitor alone, or you can fully build it up with a matte box, cage, XLR audio, focus puller, and much, much more. The options here are really endless. But outside of that, the camera also has dual tally lamps, a built-in fan taken from the S1H, built-in Wi-Fi and Bluetooth low energy connectivity, electronic stabilization, dual card slots, time code and Genlock BNC ports, an RJ45 gigabit LAN port, a USB Type-C port supporting USB 3.1 Gen 1, a 2.5 millimeter remote input, a full-size HDMI, a microphone input, a headphone output, an integrated stereo microphone, a hot shoe, and it obtains a luminance spot meter. In the end, Panasonic's BGH-1 is not a traditional camera aimed at most consumers. Instead, it's an interesting alternative for a wide range of videographers who want a dedicated camera suited to professional environments, and one that does so without forcing those users to compromise and opt for a DSLR style design. Yet, the starting price here makes it quite an affordable option for many broadcast workflows or filmmakers, especially given its versatility utility and size. So as it stands, it's an innovative release from Panasonic that does something different, and it's a powerful complement for remote studio environments, live streaming, cinema, and multicam VR setups. And if you want unrivaled flexibility to customize a camera system to the job at hand, in that case, this is undoubtedly a camera to consider. So there you have it, my friends. There are the highlights in the overview of Panasonic's BGH-1. For more information on the BGH-1, check out our website for photographypx.com and there you'll see a full detailed written review you can also look at the pin comment in the description down below and i'll take you right to the full review as well i've been your host devon lennox we'll see you in the next video thank you for watching today's video i hope you found the contents of today's video insightful and it added value to you if you're new here please consider subscribing if you haven't done so already also, leave us a like and a comment in the description down below. Let us know if we overlooked something or we missed something that we covered in today's video. I've been your host, Devon Lennox, photography.